0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, October the 21st, 2021. I'm Mike Clifford. The pathway to a career has become more difficult for some in recent years, with many young people not landing the right job until they are in their 30s.
1: The report from the Georgetown University Center on Education and the Workforce says higher education costs, the collapse of the youth labor market, and racial and class inequality have all contributed to increased pressure on young people. Report author Tony Carnevale says support from the Build Back Better Act could help dismantle the silos between education and career beginning in early childhood.
0: What we know is that it really starts in preschool. In America, if you're a disadvantaged child, you've got a 30% chance of making it to one of these good jobs by the time you're 32. Build Back Better invests in the K-12 education of disadvantaged students.
1: Build Back Better includes funding for childcare and universal preschool, along with expanding resources for child nutrition. President Joe Biden has been meeting with Democrats this week in an attempt to save the massive social safety net and climate policy legislation. I'm Emily Scott.
0: The report says career counseling should begin as young as middle school and continue post-high school to make more solid connections between education and the working world. The New York Times reports Republicans Wednesday blocked action for the third time this year on legislation to bolster voting rights, leaving Democrats few options to advance the bill outside of changing the Senate filibuster rule and passing it over GOP opposition. The Times says that all 50 Democrats and independents supported bringing the Freedom to Vote Act to the floor, but all 50 Republicans voted against. Doing so maintains the stalemate over the proposal. West Virginia has the seventh highest poverty rate in the nation. That's according to the latest census surveys. Advocates for children and families say... Permanent anti-poverty measures are needed.
1: More than 60% of Americans have lived paycheck to paycheck during the pandemic, with women and people of color facing additional hardships, from higher unemployment to disproportionate childcare burdens. Ronisha, a mom from Jackson, Mississippi, has been receiving $1,000 a month as part of the Magnolia Mothers Trust. She says the guaranteed income program has helped her stay on top of expenses during pregnancy and her search for a job with a livable wage.
0: I was struggling to pay my business. I'm learning to manage my money because I'm on a set income. I'm able to cover all of my business. Like, whatever I need to handle, I'm able to pay all of it.
1: The expanded child tax credit is set to expire in December. I'm Lily Bulkey reporting.
0: This story produced with original reporting from Katie Fleischer for Ms. Magazine. This is PMS. AARP among the groups urging Congress now to pass a proposal to allow Medicare to negotiate lower prescription costs with drug companies as part of the Build Back Better Act.
2: The average annual cost of prescription drugs increased 55% faster than the average income of New York residents between 2015 and 2019, according to AARP. Americans pay on average three times as much for brand-name drugs compared to other countries. And Joe Stelling with AARP New York says it's time for change. There's no reason why Americans should pay the highest prescription drug prices in the world.
0: And it's just wrong that many seniors are forced to choose between filling their prescriptions and paying rent or buying groceries.
2: The Veterans Administration already negotiates prices with pharmaceutical companies. According to the Congressional Budget Office, the VA pays about half as much for brand-name drugs compared to the Medicare prescription drug benefit. I'm Michaela Savitt reporting.
0: And constructive conversations online can seem few and far between. Research from the University of Washington explores how the design of social media sites affects disagreements. Amanda Bond, a Ph.D. student in computer science and engineering at UW, helped lead that research. The research showed that spending more time on a site did not correlate to more arguments, But Vaughn says arguments are common on sites like Facebook, where the goal can be to win for whatever audience is reading the posts.
1: There's not really a way to scale back what is happening between two people or a group of people in the comment section. It can get very heated very quickly.
0: Vaughn analyzed what percentage of users of certain social media sites said they had arguments. 70% of Facebook users said they had argued on the platform. I'm Eric Tegadoff reporting. And finally, our Raj Brown tells us the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has six months to develop new language in its Mexican gray wolf recovery plan. After a judge ruled the problem of illegal killing of wolves was not adequately addressed. The judge's ruling was in response to a lawsuit by conservation groups, including Defenders of Wildlife. Southwest Program Manager Brian Bird says one of the highest sources of wolf mortality is poaching by humans, and protections are needed for that.
2: Whether that's increased law enforcement or increased education of the public, they have to put those into the recovery plan
0: explicitly. The group's 2018 lawsuit claimed that the federal agency's plan failed to meet basic requirements of the Endangered Species Act. 105 gray wolves are known to have been killed unlawfully between 1998 and 2019. That follows a reintroduction to New Mexico and to Arizona. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service. Member and listener supported, heard on interesting radio stations. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.